Pickaxe. Hello, Therians. This is Scott McAvoy. I play Marcus Santa on Dungeons & Randomness Group 3. If you're listening to this, you're obviously a fan of ours, and we thank you very much. We really appreciate you guys. Glad to have you here. As always, we appreciate you, but we would love to have you go out and rate us on iTunes. That is the number one way to keep us up on top of the charts so more and more people see us. Also, if you're paying attention, Jason has been tweeting out videos of late. He is very good at these things, and they are very entertaining, including a surprise visit out to Oregon that he made recently. Check that out. It's really good. Also, check out the fact that he got lost at some point, so watch for Izzy's directions. Other than that, check us out on Twitter. You can find all of our characters out there, including some very notable NPCs. And thank you very much for your time and attention. Um, let's go around the table and do that thing where we introduce ourselves. I'm Jason. I'm the Dungeon Master. Going around the table, starting with Merlin. Hey, I'm Merlin. How's it going? Um, I'm playing Mason Darktree. He's a human. He's a slayer. And I'm ready to kick some butt. And Jen? Hi, I'm Jen. I play Errol of Grimness, and I'm hoping that this uh, last chance for the Crimson Shield goes well, so I'm anxious. Ready? And Scott? Oh, I'm glad you called me. I have a monologue all set up for this. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> no, actually, I'm Scott. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Scott. I play... Uh, I play um, Mason, or Marcus Santa, the most loved character in DNR. Loathed? Especially in Oregon. <laughs> yes, especially in Oregon. Oregon. Um, sorry. <laughs> this is a good start. This is an excellent start, guys. Um, After the last session, I figured you could use a laugh to start this one. How's that? Yeah. Um, you know, I can't think of anything that happened in Note in the last time we sat down. I really can't. I was going to do a recap. I can't think of one single thing that happened. Really? Um, not a thing. Really? Not, you're no. going to go there? Really? No. I, I think um, we won at a game of cards or something last time I remember. Uh, it was poker tournament, right? I, I, poker or euchre? I can't remember. CH. All right. Seriously, though, uh, the public execution of Commander Grace and uh, oh, minor these. details <laughs> compared to what we accomplished. Oh man, <laughs> people hate you. Um, <laughs> uh, and and fees mom flow. Uh, very very sadly, um, uh, Marcus struck a deal with uh, Captain Tenbull and. Some would say that some would say that deal went south immediately. Um, some would say it went according to plan. It depends on who you ask, really. But the team was spared in the Tournament of Champions, and you ended up winning the whole thing. Maybe with an asterisk next to that. I, I, it depends, again, on who you ask. Um, but uh, the important thing is that you are all alive, and hey. you... yeah. How's about how's about we pick up right after the the public execution there? So these bodies are still swinging in the breeze; they are still hanging there, and um, the crowd is beginning to kind of disperse. Um, <clears throat> it's it, 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 the 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 event is over, so to speak, and everyone's just kind of breaking off and doing their own thing. Um, Poe is going to pull Marcus aside. Yes, Poe. Did you know that was going to happen? Um, Fee's mom, no. 
Captain Tenbolt, I had been informed that Commander Grace may have been a traitor and that Tenbolt was looking for information and proof that that's what had happened. She didn't do anything. She just... I know. Why do you think I tried to get her out of the arena? I was trying to keep her safe. Didn't you strike the deal with him? I mean... I made the deal to get her out of the arena. I had no idea he was going to execute her anyway. I thought I had gotten her set free. That is my mistake. Look, I... I'm gonna, I'm gonna go take a walk. I, um... I'll, 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 I'll meet you. I'll meet you back at the barracks later. Okay. Uh, and, uh, Poe is gonna take off. Uh, what would Marcus like to do at this point? Not real sure. Not thrilled with what's gone on. But I need to report back to the rest of my team and let them know what happened. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go find Mason and Aralove and discuss it with them, or at least inform them of what has happened. Okay. Uh, so where would where would Mason and Aralove be? Well, Mason said he was going to the bar, so I'm going to head that way first. Okay. So I imagine he's hanging out of the Warrens. Uh, it's possible. Um, Mason may have also been already drugged off of uh, that place, you know, carried on the shoulders and all that business by, you know, people who wish to live vicariously through a champion. His adoring fans. Yeah. Well, you know, are fans of anybody who was like, oh, dude, you kick so much butt. It could be somebody else later. But, you know, for now, it's yeah, Mason. Mason seems like the guy Mason. who would take a free drink or several. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so... Hey, if, if you got something definitely you want to pass on to him, he could be there long enough for that. But I figure he's not going to stop. Uh, he's going to definitely enjoy the day off. So is this a thing where you want to wait until the team or is it just you want to try and seek him out right now? If Mace, if I know Mason is out celebrating and I see no point in ruining the day, the team okay. has earned their relaxation for the day. This can wait until tomorrow. Mm-hmm. All right. Although word's going to spread pretty quickly through the city. Like that's... Yeah, and there's really no way for me to run around and grab everyone. I don't right. know where Arilov is, so I'm assuming it's going to get out anyway. I might as well head back to my barracks and, and prep a few things before we have our meeting tomorrow with Tenbolt and find out what our next mission is. All right. Okay. So how's about we uh how's about we jump to tomorrow? The the, the very next morning here. Um you would have all had a chance to get some rest and kind of recharge. Yesterday, before I headed back to the barracks, I would like to swing by and check on Rodswell and make sure he's still recuperating and he's okay. Uh, He would still very much be unconscious, but yeah, resting. Right. That's what I want to make sure. He's okay. He hasn't been killed while we were wandering around. Nope. Nope. All right. That's checking on after what I see up on uh, the gallows. So I I don't blame you for checking though. That's, (laughs) you know, um, uh, so yeah, so let's say next day you've all had a chance to get some rest, and uh, you're you're you've all pretty much assembled to to get ready and go meet with uh, Captain Tenbolt. Um, Poe looks distraught, just distracted. Like the the like you can tell that that what happened yesterday did not sit well with him. I would probably notice that and uh, try to engage him. Is is something the matter? Did you talk to Marcus yet? 
No. Grace wasn't the only one hung yesterday. Hmm? They, they killed Fee's mom. What? They, they just paraded her up there and hung her. They, they didn't... They did, she didn't do anything. She just... She just kind of cried. Was Marcus involved in this? No, you heard... I told you I got her out of the arena because I thought she was innocent. I had no idea they were going to hang her. If I had, I would have done more in the beginning of it to secure her release. That is my fault. I can understand why you're upset. Yeah, man, that's... I'm glad that I wasn't in attendance. (laughs) Um... Uh, is there anything else you guys would like to say before you kind of go meet with Tenbolt? Marcus? Yes? What is your uh, next command for us? Actually, before we head off to see Tenbolt, I need to speak with each of you individually outside for a moment. It won't take but a minute, and once we're done, then we can head off to see Tenbolt. Uh, Erlov, if you would follow me first. Mason, I'll send for you and Poe shortly. Certainly. All right. Once we get outside, say, Erlov, I know you're upset with me for not mentioning the fact that Malchus is still around. And I apologize for that. Thank we you. Didn't, we didn't exactly have the time nor the reason to bring it up. If I had known that you were that upset about the situation, I would have brought it up immediately. And for that, I apologize. Of course. We are facing him, and I need to know two things. One, are you truly that mad at him that you could face him in a fight? If not, I need to know this so I don't put you in a situation where it could cause problems for anyone on this team. She would think about it for just a moment. Um, And I don't know is a completely acceptable answer. Everything that I know about him right now and thought I knew about him before, I would have no problem ending his life if I felt like that was what needed to happen for our mission to be successful and for us to be successful in making this world a better place. That's, that's acceptable. I can handle that and I can deal with that. And one other thing. If, for some reason, during our travels, I do not make it out, either I am captured or I am killed, you and the rest of the team are under direct orders to not come back for me. There is a reason for that. But what I need you to do, if I am captured or killed, is go through my journal. All right. There is a letter in there that I am hoping you can decipher. You are the only one in our team that I believe could figure it out. That is all. You will know what to do when you see it. Understand? Yes. All right. Can you just go in and send Mason out for me? Of course. So I would go back in and nod to Mason. He'll uh, walk around her, but kind of do that whole trying to get in her way, just just kind of joking around a little bit, then straighten up and head towards uh, Marcus. She would smirk a little. All right, Mason. Yeah? I do wish 
to let you know that I did have nothing to do with, with Flo's death. I tried to save her by getting her out of the arena. Having her in there would have been a death sentence. Had I known this was going to happen, I would have done more to try and save her. Understood, it, man. It, it sounds like it sounds like one of them things where, you know, improperly worded crap and you couldn't really remember, you know. I may have stuff. underestimated Captain Tenbolt. Mm. And for that, it will not happen again. All right. I need to know one thing from you. You are excellent in combat. You do not have a problem ending anyone's life. I have seen that, and you are very good at it, and for that I am very happy with having you on my team. Thanks. If the condition calls for it, do you have a problem ending the life of somebody who is standing there again and doing nothing? I do not necessarily mean an innocent person, because I'm against killing an innocent. You've seen I, I was not happy with the whole flow situation. If I didn't care about the situation with her, or if I thought she was just useless, I wouldn't have bothered trying to get her out of the arena. I'm just trying to uh, clarify. Okay. What um, Are you referring to what happened in the arena? Yes and no. You're a survivor, correct? Right. If it came down to killing an innocent or running away, which would be your first choice? I prefer not to kill somebody who is uh, no threat to me. Okay. That's acceptable. I can deal with that. that that's all I really needed to know. Um, all right. If and when we run into our my former teammates, the former members of the Crimson Shield. Yeah. One of the members is Fee. That was Flo's mom. Mm. Or Flo's, uh, Flo was his mom. He is your target. You mean the motherfucker who uh, left his mother to swing? Yeah. Came back to life and then ran out on the, the, the Crimson Shield. He is your target. He is fast. Not quite as fast as you, but he likes to knock people down and keep hitting them while they're down. He is the one you need to take out. Mason's expression gets incredibly dark. I will kill him. Thank you very much. Can you send Poe out here, please? I will. Um, Mason will walk back in. Hey, Poe, you're up. Uh, Poe just kind of nods and, and walks out to meet Marcus. He doesn't do the same thing. He definitely seems like he's in a worse mood now. All right, Poe. I'm going to say this again to you. I am sorry about Flo's, about Flo. I, I had no idea that was going to happen, and I wish it hadn't. I wish I had done more to prevent that from happening. I want you to know that... that I will not make the same mistake again. I learned from my errors, and I will correct that in dealing with Captain Tenbolt or Commander Tenbolt, if he is that now, if he has been promoted. As you know, we are going on our next mission shortly. If we run into my former teammates, the former Crimson Shield, I need to know that you will still be beside me and you will not go running over to Una. Una has not been very complimentary to you. She thinks you are worthless, basically. She laughed at the idea that you could ever be part of our group. I don't see it that way. I've seen you do things that I didn't think could be done. Throat-punching dragon porn? Are you kidding me? It's incredible. 
if we run into her, I want you to show her that she was wrong about you. Uh, the entire time you were talking about Flo, he's kind of got his eyes on the floor. Uh, and then towards the towards the end of that, <clears throat> talking about Una, uh, he he kind of looks up into your eyes. I I got no problem taking out Una. She she made her choices, and she's gonna have to live with it. Just like she had no problem beating the shit out of me in front of you guys. Okay. So, if we run into her, that's who I want you to take out. Don't worry about the rest. Everybody has their assignments. But she's the one that, that is going to be the biggest problem, and I think you are the best to handle her. All right. All right, let's go. Let's get the rest of the team. We'll head over and see Captain Tenbolt. So, uh, going into the same offices where uh, you 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 would uh, go meet Commander Grace when he was alive, uh, you notice that they're they're kind of moving, they're moving things, uh, and it would appear that Tenbolt is wasting no time in taking over Grace's office. Uh, and he, with with a measure of pride, he's kind of standing in the middle of this this fairly large office as as movers are kind of taking out uh, the the old desk, and they're 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 going to get ready and, and bring his stuff in. Uh, and he sees you kind of like moving around these the, the these labors, and he just kind of waves you in, uh, almost absentmindedly, just oh yeah, come on in. Uh, and uh, he's he has a smile on his face. I trust you all slept well after the tournament? Yes, thank you, sir. Yes, sir. So I take it you're all ready to go on your next mission. That's what we're here for, sir. Excellent. As I previously mentioned the last time we spoke, we have come across some new intel. We know where... The White Ravens have their headquarters located, and that is what you'll be in charge of today. We have it on good authority that... I'll wait for this giant truck to pass. <laughs> it's the movers moving his stuff into the office. Yeah. They... <laughs> it's just down the hall. I mean, that's unnecessary. But... <laughs> Decadence. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have it on good authority that it will be largely unguarded. What we'd like you to do is destroy every man, woman, child, whoever might be there. What we're assuming is that the bulk of their supplies would be stored in this cavern. And he's kind of, uh, he's going to whip out this map and, and just show you the, uh, the whereabouts. Sir? Yes. Par- pardon my interruption, but, uh, did you, did you say child? Yes, I did. Then we have a problem, sir. I'm not murdering children. I will take out enemy combatants. I will order my team to take out every man who is holding a sword, every woman who is holding a bow. But we're not killing children. Certainly they could be reformed and brought into the Overwatch. Mason nods slowly about that, like, yeah, yeah. We don't have the luxury of being tender. Do you know what happens when you murder a child's father in front of them? I'll, I'll give you a hint. They don't help 
you kill the rest of anyone they ever knew. Uh, most of the time they end up growing up to hate the regime that killed their parents. It's pretty simple, really. Uh, while I understand it's distasteful work, it's what you signed up to do. Now, that being said, I don't really care how you do it. If you want to if you want to cage them up and bring them back, fine. But you still need to wipe out any resistance in the area. Destroy everything in that cavern. Is that understood? Yes, sir. And he's kind of he's kind of keeping an eye on you, waiting for, for another objection before he goes on. Sir, I will make sure that this job is completed to the best of our abilities. You understand that the Ravens have been a problem for us for a few years now. I seem to remember you stating, sir, that the Ravens were nothing but a thorn in the side of no military or tactical value, but okay. We are tired of the thorn, Marcus. I'd like it removed. I'd like it removed today, if possible. Well, it's more than a one-day trip there, so if you have a teleportation device, we'll be happy to take care of it in one day, but otherwise you're going to have to give us a little time to get there. He's... he's, he's <laughs> like, he's, he's kind of regarding you. It's really nice having him directed at somebody else for a change. <laughs> that's kind of nice. Thanks. <laughs> I understand travel time, Marcus. And your tone would suggest that you may have a problem with some of the things I've done since I've taken over Commander. Only one thing, sir, but we'll discuss that at a later date. Yes, we will. And he's... he. he it looks like he wants to say something else to you. But then he just kind of goes back to talking about the mission at hand. As you know, the bulk of the Ravens are residing in a clearing near Kalkas, and he's kind of pointing over to where that would be on the map. I'm pretty sure you know the clearing I'm talking about. You visited it. The cavern is on the edge of the Evergreen, just north of these mountains. If you do uh, meet up with any resistance, it should be minor. They shouldn't be expecting an attack. And you'll be using that to your advantage. A small team would be an excellent way to get the drop on any remaining ravens. Destroying and cutting off their food supply and rations would be an excellent way to pretty much drive out whatever threat. They will be forced to get desperate, bite off more than they can chew, and we can cut the rest of them down when they try to attack an encampment. Is this cave that we're looking for near the place where we ran into the elves? This would be miles away. All right. I need to make sh I need to know these things and as much information as I can in order to properly plan this. Of course. Are there any other questions before you get started? Uh, other than has our gear and our prizes from the tournament been provided? They have. Okay. I've You can pick them up on the way out actually. Is it just the shield or are we bringing any other troops with us? While I would like to assign extra troops to you, the more I give you, the less likely you'll be getting the jump on anyone. Understood. There should only be two to three dozen left in the caverns. That's, that's an estimation, of course, but if you pick them off a few at a time, I'm sure that 
the Ravens won't be much of a threat to you. I mean, you've just completed the Tournament of Champions. You're all expert fighters. I'm sure you'll figure something out. All right. And there's something kind of snide in his voice as he says that. Like, he's, he's kind of looking at Marcus as he says it. All right. Permission to requisition anything we need out of supplies? Like what? Uh, explosives for bringing down a cave. We can requisition you some explosives. Okay. Thank you. Other than that, I think we're ready, sir. Would not be a Crimson Shield mission without a fucking chain of <laughs> explosives, would it? <laughs> nope. That's true. <laughs> I think uh, if we do have the Crimson Shield design when it's finished or whatever, it should totally be wrapped in explosives. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> title, We Blow Shit Up. Oh. <laughs> uh. All right, so I guess you guys will be taking off. Unless there's anything you want to do in the city before before you leave. Anybody have anything they want to go do? Might as well go say goodbye to my family. Yeah, you do that. Uh, I need to pull Aralov aside for one second. Will you wait for me, Mason? Sure. Well, Mason, I, good. I, oh, I was okay, telling, to go. Yes. All right. I'll go with Mason when he goes to visit his family. It's just, Just be a moment. Erlov, you remember how I said that if I don't return from combat, you need to go through my stuff? Yes, sir. If I don't return at any point, you need to do it. All right. That's all. Go ahead. All right. Thank you, sir. Okay. So let them go say goodbye to their families. Um, Poe's just kind of sidled up next to you. He doesn't really have anywhere to go or anyone to talk to. So all right. he's just... Poe, you want to come with me when I go check on Rodswell? Make sure he's still okay? Uh, yeah, sure. All right, we're going to go swing by and make sure Rodswell's healing. Um, you all just want to cut to where you're, you'd meet back up? Sure. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, well, I was, uh, the reason I went with Mason is because I was going to have a quick conversation with oh, him. Oh, go ahead. Go, go, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so on the way to talking to his family, I would be, um kind of getting his attention away from whatever he may have been like, you know, saying or doing besides just walking. Um, Mason? Yeah? I'm not sure how well this is going to go. And we've seen what happens when uh, people don't come back from missions. Branded traitors, family killed. Mm Mm-hmm. You may want to uh, instruct your family to begin preparation to leave the city and find another place to live until this is all over. Mason slowly nods for that. I would just hate to see your family in Fee's family's place. Mason tries to avoid showing additional emotion. (laughs) That was all she was going to say. So, okay, while while you'd be talking to your family, a warning would kind of be slipped in. It's like, you might want to go on vacation. Yeah. Yep. I hear Esther hold is nice this time of year. Start <laughs> packing or something. Okay. It's a good thing the city's not on lockdown like it used to be years ago. That, yeah, mm-hmm. that, yeah. I um, would also jot down a quick note to my mom. I've already sent her one, but I'm going to send her another and just let her know that, uh, um, that I was thinking about her. No warnings or anything, because I already did everything I can for her. So, mm-hmm. so we meet back up with uh, everyone else. Yep. 
And I would imagine you are taking off for the Evergreen and yet again taking off for the Evergreen, a chain of explosives. <laughs> Who is holding Sit? There is no Jadzia to to hold your explosives for you. So who who's going to do that? Oh, that will be me. Marcus will carry them. All right. <laughs> he does stay okay. back in combat, so that's good. Yeah. Most Exactly. Time. Yep. Yeah. Unless needed, he, but... He'd be Go ahead, hit me! Team. I have explosives! Uh-huh! <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay. Riding off to, uh, to the location that's been jotted down to you. Um, this is going to take, this is going to take a while. <laughs> you're, you're talking from, from the Overwatch to this specific area. Uh, it's going to take a little over a day, uh, just because of the rocky terrain and, and all that. Um, you're essentially going around these mountains and then into the cusp of the forest itself. And, uh, if everything is where I did, Scott, I did. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's happening. I'm not. I'm not asking her whether that's. I'm bigger than her. Let her hit me. I don't care. Um, <laughs> you think I'm fucking traveling miles and miles, at sixteen fucking hours in car to not take pictures and video of my friends? No, that's not a fucking. I'm not asking. Um, the hell was I saying? Oh yeah, <laughs> we travel. There's my derailment we, for the day. I guess we travel. <laughs> Um, go ahead and make a perception check, please. All of you. Ooh, 24. Eight. Me see nothing. <laughs> and 24, wow. Um, uh, Mason and Erelove apparently work pretty well as a team. Um, because they are, they're, they're kind of scoping out the, the forest as you, as you're making your way through. I would imagine you've dismounted by now. Yeah. Because now it's all about trying to be quiet. Yes. And, um, and quiet is the Crimson Shield specialty. Yes, it is. Well, <laughs> With some of the less, <laughs> I was about to say, some of the less quiet members aren't around, so, you know. <laughs> um, and just, like, everything is exactly where it's supposed to be. This, this, this trail that you're on right now should lead to the White Raven's headquarters, if... If, if all goes well and this intel is correct. Here's what I would like you to do. Uh, everyone roll a stealth check, please. I guess Poe should, too. I might not see anything, but I'm stealthy. Mm, that should be five higher than what it is, so 20. 14. Better than Arilov. It's hard Thanks, to be stealthy with God. bat wings. <laughs> Well, it's hard I to be stealthy bat with bat wings. wings. I don't have that's bat not wings. a that's not a tiefling trait. That's a fucking Malchus trait. That's not he does not speak for all tieflings. Uh, uh, monster. They're yeah. not. Yeah, they're not all monsters. Come on, let's not. Um, Rob will never listen to this. It's okay. How um, dare you? <laughs> uh, so while fourteen and fifteen aren't incredible, and you're you you kind of you kind of making a little bit of noise. Uh, as Erlov is walking, uh, she is going to make a decent amount of noise, like kicking rocks and and just not very sure of her footing. Like this, like you are definitely like crunching branches underneath of your feet. Um, this is not uh, my best stealth moment. It, it's it's not. It's it's definitely not. 
uh, and you can hear rustling in the bushes. Like you can hear, you can hear something or someone kind of making movement, and it, it sounded like the rustling was moving away from you guys. Hmm. Possibly a rabbit. Possibly a rabbit. Never know. Um, and continuing down this trail, um, is it headed would, down the same trail we're headed, or is it headed perpendicular? It kind of seemed like it skittered off into the forest. Like into the thick, into the thick of the woods itself. Like it, like you just, like you just heard a, and it like, it, like this, this bush kind of moved, and then like very quickly, you can, you can't quite make out what it is, but there is definitely movement in the trees. Um. So another another few minutes goes by, and Squirrel. you are, <laughs> uh, you're walking down this path. Um, do me a favor, everyone, roll a perception check. Oh yeah. What she lacks in stealth. <laughs> well, she stomps around so everything moves, and then she can see it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like one of those hunting dogs that flushes out the birds. <laughs> um, thirty-one. Good job. Uh, Air Love is going to pick up on something up ahead in the trail, and there's a branch that's kind of leaning down a little lower than she thinks it should and looking closely at it you can see a pair of boots kind of perched up there um, I will touch uh, Marcus's arm and point it out to him so you like, point up at the branch well like nod my head in that direction right, discreetly okay. <laughs> okay I thought you were going to go ooh, ooh, like point and like jump up and down <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, okay, so you were pointing that out to Marcus. What, what does Marcus do? Uh, Marcus is going to reach over, touch Mason, point at the boots, and make a bow and arrow motion at him. All right. Does Mason have a bow and arrow? He does. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard. Like, <laughs> He hasn't used it. He's usually used to you know attacking anything on the ground with this giant sword. But, um, yeah. yeah, he can um, have that bow out. <clears throat> lightning fast and uh, take a shot at it. Well, how about you go ahead and do that then? I shall. And we... Hmm. I have no target to roll for, so it's d20 plus 9. I'll do that in the roller. Bonus of 9. 26. Oh, 26 will definitely hit. (laughs) Uh, Go ahead and roll damage, please. (laughs) Yep. Hold on a sec. 15. A a d20 plus 10. That's the greatest um, bow ever. Roll twenties. <laughs> Let's try this again. Let's do it instead of one die ten, like a regular uh, bow. Say, I didn't. I didn't even catch that. That would have my clean... bow is amazing. Oh well, that's so awesome. <laughs> Fifteen anyway. Awesome. Okay, one one second. All right. So here's what we're gonna do. Everyone, if you would, position your characters uh, right in this region right here. So you got the drop on this raven who was kind of perched up in this tree and figured he was going to kind of uh, kind of get the drop on you. Uh, so this thing, st- this, this strikes this raven and he falls clean out of this tree. So he is going to take another five damage on top of the 15. Uh, so let's throw that raven uh and kind of after that they you can see them kind of start springing from the tree line here 
And that one is going to take 20 damage. Alright, let's put Poe on the battlefield with you guys and everyone roll initiative. There is not an opportunity for us to roll initiative. Why is there not an opportunity? Oh, oh, that's right. You have to be added to the initiative track. That makes sense. There you go. Sorry. Silly details. I remembered adding a team to the <laughs> just the other one. That's got to be hard keeping. Well, I would say it was getting hard to keep all four teams straight, but well, only two teams play on a regular basis, so. True. You can roll the A nine for initiative or something that didn't take. So let's A nine. Jeez, we're all terrible at it. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that ain't great. Uh, okay. We may not even make it to our moral quandary. Yeah. I'm the only one that uh, doesn't get a plus six to his initiative. Which one got hit? Uh, that would be one. Number one. Okay, noted. Okay. Uh, number one is going to pick himself up. So he's going to stand up and he is going to use uh, Bullseye Bolt. Which is the slightly weaker version of what Liara uses. Uh, and. Kind of target air love. And, ooh. Yeah, that'll definitely hit. Who's gonna say uh, it? It's almost a crit. Uh, let's. Let's just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're also at a plus 14. Yeah, well. Yeah, this is kind of what they do, man. All right. Um, man, number three is also going to use Bullseye Bolt on Mason. Ooh, that's going to miss. Big parry. Uh, number two is going to fire his Bullseye Bolt at Mason as well. That will hit. And 20 damage. All right. And Marcus, your turn. No. What do you mean, How did no? Una get here? How did Una get here? I'm bringing in reinforcements. No. <laughs> That's worth a try. It's called cheating. <laughs> Summon Una. <laughs> that was my level six say, power. I was about to say, do you really, like, if you had the ability to, to I would make... I was about to say, like, of all the people you could bring into reality in front of you, <laughs> as Marcus, would Una be the person... <laughs> As a free action, oh, she I kicks him in the penis. <laughs> and then vanishes. <laughs> That's all. Group 3A, home of more penis and ball torture. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see. I'm going to... Mason, which one are you going after? Um, I prefer not number one because the first guy I hit, I get additional damage due to the new weapon. Okay. I just wanted to know who to hit Astral Seal on. Let's see. Wow, that's only range five. That's not very far. Okay, I'm going to have to move up to there. And I will throw an astral seal on number three. And I will hit. That'll hit, yep. Nice. All right, and I'm done. Remind the good folks at home what Astral Seal does. Please. Astral Seal gives a minus two penalty to all defenses, and the next ally who hits him regains hit points equal to two plus my charisma modifier. Nice. Woo! So they get five hit points back for whacking number three. Very nice. Uh, number four's turn. Bullseye Bolt against Marcus. 
Uh, that'll hit. And damage. 18. Uh, Mason, your turn. Mason asked to Marcus as he's switching up for a sword. Do we kill him? Yes. Alright. Let's see. That is one, two, three, four, five. Oh, only five to go. Cool. I will turn on uh, Berserker's Charge for my uh, stance. I will charge forward and the charge with a melee basic. Okay. 16 bonus to strike and roll. This always takes a little while. And hit. That's a critical. Oh, that's a crit. Yeah. Oh. All right. Let's, uh, let's roll it out. Okay. To start, the challenge-seeking weapon that I now have gives a 1d6 additional bonus damage uh, because nobody has struck this bad guy first. So this is first blood. It's drawn. Mm-hmm. So let's roll a d6. Let's start with a six. I'll add it all together at the end with the damage roll. Cool. So we got a six from the seeking weapon. We uh, Because I hit, I am activating my power strike, which is going to add another d12 of damage. So let's get that on next. Clear out. That's another six for a total bonus 12 damage. All right. And then let's actually roll damage. Oh, and no, oh, yeah, the challenge sequence, because it is a critical, does not give me any bonus damage because the benefit is really? because yeah the the reason being is that if you hit you know basically you're drawing first oh, blood yeah yeah and that's that's fine i mean i'm still glad to have a magical weapon i'm not bitching and you get five hit points back excellent i will take that and we put those five hit points on and i've dealt 24 damage to him 24 gorgeous all right and i believe that Oh, no, uh, Sohei Flurry is a free action, so I will actually attack him once again. Um, because I have landed a blow, that's part of the requirement to hit. I roll once again, but as a non-melee basic. And that's a hit. Um, my apologies, I believe I did not actually click the max damage button on my uh, to hit before. Yeah, because so, I, yeah, I rolled a two. So would, you got another 10 da- damage coming to him. It would have been a total of 40 or 34. Yes. Yeah. All right. right. I rolled a hit with the Sohei Flurry. Rolling damage now. So he's bloodied already. That's nine. Shit. Nine more. Damn. Very nice. I just launch into him, try to go for a throat strike. And then as he's reeling back, I swing yet again. Just a uh, blazing speed monster. And that is my turn. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> Arilove, your turn. All right. I am going to move. If I get the right little thing here. Yes. Okay. Let's see. One, two, three, four. I have six, correct? Uh, you do. I'm going to remove if that's okay. Sure. Okay. So I was right here. I'm going to go right there. And I'm going to use uh, Visions of Blood at will, all that good stuff. Close Blast. Oh, wait. Shoot. Say on Mason and Marcus? No. Oh, okay. (laughs) I couldn't get as close as I wanted for that one, so I'm doing a different thing. All right, so I'm going to use Fires of Judgment instead, and it is a area burst one within ten. So I can target basically the middle square and it'll hit both of them. Or, yeah, 
each enemy in burst. So, let's see. That'll get all three of them, but not the not number one over there, I don't think. So if it hit number one, that would have to be like the nuclear option of attacks. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone on the board gets hit. Okay. It's a burst 20. <laughs> That's a hit. Who does she think she is, Bree? That is a hit to everyone. Two, three, and four. Nice. Outstanding. (laughs) Very nice. Ten damage to everyone. Very nice. Very, very nice. Uh, Anything else? Um, I get temporary hit points for using an encounter power. Did it do that automatically, or did somebody else do that? No, you got to do that. Sorry, I was looking at Una. (laughs) She has five temporary hit points right now. It threw me off. And because I hit number three, do I get an additional five regular hit points? No, it's first person to hit. Oh, okay, cool. Did that ten damage come with any other debuffs or anything? Uh, yes. Sorry. Um, the target also slides one square. And allies in the burst gain a plus two bonus to saving throws until the start of my next turn. So one within ten of, we'll say, this bush right here where uh, it was kind of in the middle-ish just so that can be a landmark. So anyone within 10 squares of that bush that's an ally. Okay. It's everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, so are you sliding these guys one square? Uh, um, yes. In what direction? What's pose movement? That's Hold on, Aralos. Six. <laughs> six. Six? Yeah. Can you slide him instead of there um, one closer to you? to here because uh, then Poe can get to him and attack him right there yeah alright trust me Poe can get there at least that's why I was counting it off it's, that's six spaces from Poe and then he can hit somebody on his turn and then you can step away on yours alright uh, lead it up leader yeah my turn is done <laughs> look at the big brain on Brett um uh Pose turn. One, two, three, four, five, six. So he is going to sidle right up to number four. Mosey right up to him. It's a cowboy here. Air <laughs> uh, Love, do me a favor. Uh, roll a perception check, please. Sure. 24. It's the same White Raven we killed last week. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't play last week. No one played last week. <laughs> No, we were having cake. Yes. Um, watch the videos on YouTube, guys. You'll understand what the fuck that meant. Uh, In this case, the cake is not a lie. Nope. Uh-huh. Um, Poe looks exceedingly hesitant about hitting this person. But after uh, after a few seconds, he is going to curl up his fist and try and punch him in the throat. You can do it, Paul. Oh. Uh, and he is going to miss. I will note that for later. Uh, White Raven number one. Let's see here. Let's move a little closer and let's use crossbow on Marcus. That'll hit. 13 damage to Marcus. Ouch. Uh, White Raven number three is... Damn. Also going to use his crossbow, but against uh, Mason. 
Ooh, that'll miss. That'll miss a three. I rolled a three. That misses, guys. Did you know that? Um, they, they rejoice. Scott, I mean, like, it's not the comeuppance he deserves, but I mean, it's... No, the fans want to see Una smash Marcus's head. Yes. <laughs> yes, they do. He dies at the hand of just punk raven number two here. Dude, Izzy wants to see that more than anybody else. Trust me. That's, uh... Let's see here. Um, uh, crossbow. Okay, uh, number two is going to use his crossbow against uh, Air Love. And hit and damage. Uh, 13 damage. That Okay, so Marcus is bloodied and Air Love is bloodied. Uh, Marcus, your turn. All right. Hey, how long does Astral Seal work? I'm going work? to, to do a triggered thingy. Sure. Okay. Triggered thingy. Yes. I have a triggered thingy, and I'm going to use it. I'm just pulling it up real quick. I'm guessing that's Infernal Wrath? Um, actually, um, I'm going to be using my Curse Forged Armor. Oh. Uh, it is a daily, and the enemy takes a negative two penalty to attack rolls, save ends. And when the enemy saves against that penalty, the enemy takes a negative one penalty to attack roll save ends. Gotcha. Okay. And Marcus. Marcus is going to... And I hate the idea of using a word already. <laughs> Getting a plus or uh, two bonus to all your defenses when you use your healing word is always nice. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's, that's, that's second win, the healing word. In this case, he has the feat Shielding Word, which will give him that oh. benefit. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah, and you're right. In most cases, a Healing Word would only be butt-tons of healing, but now it's defense, too. <laughs> yeah, coming from Marcus, yeah, that's that's butt-tons of healing. Marcus, heal it. Wow, I should have healed Fee's butt. It's the cutest of all, but... <laughs> all right, uh, we're going to throw a Healing Word over on Aralov. She's in bad shape. Thank you. So that is, what is it now, 3 die 6 plus... 3 die 6 plus 6 at this point. 6. six. Yeah. <laughs> that is grossly excessive. Have 19 plus your healing surge back. Man, fuck you. Um, Thank you. Now that I'm trying to kill you, it's just... I worked hard. Can I point something out? <laughs> sure. I have yet to use healing word on myself in the last four rounds of combat. So I have not saved myself with this trick yet. <laughs> I've saved everybody else. That's good. You're a good healer slash leader. That's exactly. That's, that's, that's very good. <laughs> um, all right. White Raven 4. I am no longer bloodied. We're no longer you injured. Not. I am at full health. White Raven number four is going to shift backwards, and then he is going. Uh, he's going to use his crossbow against Poe, and he's going to hit Poe. That should remove any doubt from Poe's mind about what he needs to do. That'll be nine damage to Poe. Uh, that'll bring Poe down to forty-six. Uh, Mason, your turn. All right, look back one more time. Bring him down. Yep. All right. Still in Berserker's Charge. I rush forward, doing this type of motion, kind of a serpentine, and slash at him with the charge. So we're looking at melee basic. And we roll. 
soon as the system figures out what it's doing. <laughs> Hit. Awesome. Roll damage. Twelve. Uh, twelve damage will kill him. So that is the end of White Raven three. Boom, dead. Whips his sword around over at uh, number two. You're fucking next. And action point, charge, Ooh. and melee basic, and roll, and hit, and hit. All right, shit. Let's roll some damage. Is that his first hit? Damage. No, it's not. So he's just gonna get us straight up yeah. twelve. Oh, and shit! I should have no, announced power strike. No, I yeah, lost. it's not. He took ten. Everybody, ten. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Next time I will pop my uh, power strike on him. I've got a second one, but. We're cool. All right, that all is the end of my turn. Uh, love your turn. All right, I am going to use a minor action to Maledictor's Doom number four and number three, I think it is, right by Mason. Or two, sorry. Mm-hmm. I can't see his number. Um, and that is a close plus five. Each enemy in a blast, negative one penalty to attack rolls and saving throws until the end of my next turn. Uh, in addition, whenever the target is hit by a fear attack before the end of my next turn, I push the target one square as a free action. And then I am going to do uh, Sunstrike against White Raven number four. That's going to miss. Alrighty, that's the end of my turn. That one kind of misses everything. Ooh, yeah. Oh, God, it is one. Uh, Poe's turn. Um, he's going to try and use a flashbang against number four. <laughs> wow. Okay, that'll hit. Twelve and four is going to be blind until save ends. Yay! <laughs> I'm sure he's hating it, though. Yeah, he's probably not a fan. Uh, let's Didn't see, here. see that coming. Uh, oh! Number one's going to use crossback at- crossbow <laughs> attack against Marcus. <laughs> and hit. Seven damage. Okay. Cool, cool. Uh, wait, wait, number two. Let's see. What, what can I use here? Let's. You know what? Just drop back one and use a crossbow attack against Mason. Ooh, that'll miss. Untouchable. Yeah, you forgot to include the minus two, though. Just saying. I did. Shit, you're right. Well, it still missed. <laughs> That's good. Uh, Marcus, your turn. Marcus is going to... Oh. If that was his turn, then he needs to try to make a save against it, but he's at uh, minus oh. one to his save. 19. Okay, well, that will save a lot of... Even with negative one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Marcus, your turn. Marcus will move... So he's six. at negative one until he saves again. Okay. Marcus will move three spaces up toward... He'll sidle straight up to Cowboy number one there. And we'll take a... (laughs) (laughs) Healing strike against him. Which... Let's hopefully I hit this. And I hit with a 19. Solid. It's 2d8 plus 4 damage. 12 damage. And... I get to uh, spend a healing surge. Hooray! Yay me. Well, let's see. Healing surge, and then whiz mod, then con mod, and another 1d6. 
you do get all that because it is a healing um, type. So I get one healing surge, which will get me 11, and then 1d6, you said, plus 3? Uh, 1d6 plus charisma. I, I thought wisdom as well, but yeah, that's fine. It, just take that and be happy with it. So, yeah, I get 11 yeah. and another 7. You know what? And then a dragon appears. <laughs> uh, let's see. There. All right, and I am done. All righty. Uh, you are no longer bloodied. Uh, White Raven number four is blind. Um, he's going to kind of stumble forward and swing his club clumsily at Poe. And miss, obviously. Uh, let's see here. Oh, well, he will save, so he's not blind anymore. Uh-huh. So that's something. Uh, Mason, your turn. All right. Once again, we're charging. Zips around him and uh, makes a strike. Basic. Why'd you go away? Okay. And roll. That's a hit. That definitely is a hit. I am activating my uh, second power strike for this fight. Let's roll some damage. First off, rolling the damage on the side here for my extra one weapon, so four, and I'll add that to the next roll for damage. And what you got? 18. Total of 18. 18 damage. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Definitely bloodied. Turn is uh, over. Hurting a bunch? Arrow of your turn. Sure thing. Um, I am going to use... Uh, my move action to take a step. Shoot. Actually, let me think about that for a second because Mason moved. It may not work. I have to pick something else now. Thanks, Mason. I am to please. Okay, one sec. If you can move over and help me with number one, it'd be greatly appreciated. He's bloodied and I can't hit him very easily now. (laughs) And you can hit him easier. <laughs> yeah. I just have to pick what I'm going to do one sec. I'm just going to use Sunstrike. So instead of moving there, I'm going to move closer this way. And then use Sunstrike. Okay. That is a hit. Eight damage. Eight damage. Gorgeous. Uh, is that it for you? Yes. Uh, Poe. Okay, Poe's turn. Poe is going to reach out and try and grab this... Uh, the White Raven 4. So, let me see here. Oh, wow. Wow, nat 20. Okay. Uh, so, he has definitely grabbed this Raven up. Uh, he's kind of got him in this bear hug type thing. Uh, White Raven number 1. Huh. Uh, he's going to fall back one space and use his crossbow against Marcus. Because that's worked pretty well. I have a reach of one. Uh, can I do an opportunity attack against him? Yeah. Oh. Well, no, well, he shifted. Okay. Yeah, I had to think. It's like, oh, no, wait, he shifted. Yeah. But normally, yes. Like, if he were to move, like, more than one space, yes. Okay, okay. Uh, so that did hit Marcus and seven damage. You are bloodied again. <laughs> uh, wait, Raven number two is still fighting for his life with uh, with Mason over there. The steel cyclone. <laughs> uh, 
You know what? He's gonna use his club. No, you know what? No, not gonna use his club. He's gonna drop back one and use his crossbow, because that's just... It just makes more sense. Oh, yeah, unless you miss, again. Um, the reason I was gonna get an opportunity attack was the ranged weapon use, not the movement. Sorry, just when you took a step back and fired at Mason, that's what reminded me. Do they have a feat that makes it so they don't get an opportunity attack when they used use a ranged weapon within melee striking distance of me? Oh, that's true. Actually, considering you have a reach one, yeah, so I guess, yeah, I guess you do get an opportunity to deck. Yay. I'm going to do my, um, and because I'm one away from him, I can do a ranged, and I'm going to do Sunstrike as a ranged basic. Or does it have to be melee because it's, I okay. think it has to be melee because that's the... Real quick. No problem. That's it? Yay. It's not very much damage, but it's something. It all adds up. Yeah. Three damage! Three. Three. I smack him with my staff. <laughs> uh, Marcus, your turn. Marcus will... One, two, three, four, five. I'm not running away from you, Arilov. I'm positioning myself so I can hit... Yep, it's uh, cool. Number two with an astral seal. We'll make it a little easier for Mason to kill this guy. That will hit. So he is at a minus two. And minus, minus two to all defenses. Minus two to all defenses and hit him and he's a plus five pinata. So I'm done. White Raven number four is going to bring up his club and try and hit Poe in the face. Not in the face. Not in the face. Ooh, yeah, that'll definitely hit. Oh, that's pretty smile. <laughs> uh, five damage to Poe. Uh, bring him down to 41. Mason, your turn. Alright, let's charge again. Doing the dance around him. Thanks for your patience. Not a problem. Quit being so Canadian. <laughs> Marlon, just tell me to go fuck myself <laughs> just one time. We'll see. Alright, that's a hit. 35. And roll that damage. Like 15. 15. Nice. Look at Beautiful. him. You dead yet? Anything else, sir? No, that is it for me. Aralove! Alright. I'm going to do Summons of Justice, but I'm going to move a little bit first to make it uh, more effective. Right down here next to Marcus. And I'm going to be attacking White Ravens 1 and 2. Let's see. You will find out if they hit. That's a miss. The other one's a hit, though, on two. Yay. So. All right. Eleven. Uh, and that will... Um, kill him. Knock him prone. Oh, okay. Well, I'll definitely knock him prone, because he's dead. I was going to knock him prone and drag him three squares. Can I drag his dead body three squares? <laughs> sure, why not? I don't see right. why not. Get over here. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> there you go. And now he's dead. Flop him across the ground like one of those Gary's mods or whatever. (laughs) Uh, Anything else? I'm dazed until the end of my next turn. Poe is going to use another throat punch on this guy. You get a bonus because he's held? (laughs) Uh, It hits, so. Okay. Uh, Damage 18. That'll bloody him. And he is stunned until the end of Poe's next turn. Nice. White Raven number one. Let's 
and foolish not to use the crossbow against Marcus. Unless it misses. Come the fuck on. It's the first one. Yeah, against you, yeah. <laughs> uh, Marcus, your turn. Uh, Mason, you going to take down number one? I am. All right. In that case, I will ask to seal number one. And That's I it. will hit him. So he's at a minus two and a plus five pinata. Oh, did you get your five points back, Mason? I did indeed. Okay. Just making sure. All right. I've been I'm done. slowly regenerating. <laughs> <laughs> uh, White Raven number four uh, is going to... Yeah, he's stunned. So he's just going to kind of... He's still locked up in Poe's grip here. Trying to grab at his throat. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, so Mason, your turn. All right. Well, with that uh, charge still active, I've got a seven to move, and that's totally as much as it needs to go right there. Melee basic. Let's roll. Let's make sure to add that plus two that I've been forgetting to do each time <laughs> from the <laughs> sir, or what do you call it? The, but I've been hitting, so I'm pretty, pretty thankful for that. Let's roll. 35. <laughs> Let's roll some damage. 35 will hit. And I'll add 5 to my hit points. That'll kill him. 22. <laughs> All right. Brought him down. All oh, right. that's the third one brought down. Well, actually, that's not true. Um, Air Love killed the last one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So it's my turn, right? Yep. Yep. Get I got to figure love. out what I'm going to do here. So number four is the only one left. He is within range of some things. I think I'm going to do Sunstrike. I don't want to waste anything necessarily. Hit. That is a hit. Eleven. Uh, eleven damage. Good, good. Anything else? Um, I can slide him one square. Just. Uh, he's kind of grabbed by Poe, but. Oh, never mind then. I'm not going to break that. Uh, Poe's turn. Let's go with. <laughs> Uh, let's go with this broadsword, I guess. So he is going to rear back. He's going to let go of the grab and rear back with the broadsword and hit. 15 damage will kill him. Hooray, we survived. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. So that was obviously an intended ambush for you guys. Yep. Um... Is there anything anyone wants to do before you guys continue on this trail towards the cavern? Clearly they know we're coming. Yeah. Suggestions, Marcus? Well, they know we're coming down the path. The smart thing would be to get off the path, first and foremost. We know where we're supposed to go. We know what we're supposed to do. If we know about where it's at... If we shadow the path, say, 50 feet off to one side, it'll give us a better view of what's coming and possibly see anything that's coming along. But I'm open to suggestions. I think that sounds fine. Uh, Airlock, do you have a solid uh, nature? Plus eight. It's better than mine. Yeah, better than mine as well. Definitely better than Pose. <laughs> All right. I will attempt to lead us where we need to go. All right, I'm going to pop a couple of healing surges here. Yeah, rest is good. Bring me up a bit. Yeah, Poe's going to pop one. So that's a 16 on nature. Okay. Um, 
That's not incredible, but it's not terrible. So while it's taking a bit longer than it would have if you were on the path, uh, you are you are kind of finding your way to where you need to be. Um, let's do this. <laughs> um, after after okay after after a while. The uh, the entrance to this cavern, or at least that's what it looks to be, is in sight, and you can see it from you can kind of see it from the tree line. Like you you like you would guess that you'd be you'd be pretty hidden right now. Uh, who'd like to roll a perception check? I will. Okay. Thirty three. Yet. Thirty three is excellent. Um. <laughs> This this so this this cavern is kind of shrouded with uh, with some bushes and and it's kind of set back a bit. So uh, if you weren't specifically looking for it, if you didn't pretty much know it was there, you could walk right by it a thousand times and never know. Um, you also don't see a living soul anywhere near it. I will um, turn to Marcus and and tell him that it looks suspiciously clear, but this is clearly the place. Okay. Um, nothing on the outside of the cave indicates, can we see, you know, old for old campfires, potentially tracks of large groups moving? I think we would have to move closer to see tracks, but, yeah. um, pretty sure all the campfires would have been inside the cavern from what I understand. It's nature being that it's very well hidden. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That would, you have a really... Fortified hidden place. Let's build a campfire just outside of it to really draw people in. Yeah, I, that's. Be you want to be hospitable. <laughs> They'll leave a light on for you. Mm. Uh, White Raven Motel Six. <laughs> <laughs> um, would you guys like to move closer, or send in a scout, mm. or? I think we should send Mason in to scout a little. Maybe. Yeah, I'll take a look. 20 in stealth. <clears throat> in plate so, mail. In plate mail. Uh, Mason's going to kind of creep up to the entrance of this cavern. And uh, make a perception check for me, please. 16. Mason okay. doesn't see or hear anything. It's suspiciously quiet, almost. Like, for this being the headquarters of this this militia group, like, you'd think that there'd be someone present, someone hanging around. Um... After a few seconds of like nothing, like nothing transpiring, nothing's happening. Poe's gonna, Poe's gonna kind of wander across the tree line here and join Mason unless someone stops him, which doesn't sound like they no, are. I'll glance at Marcus. No, it seems oh, like Poe has something on his mind. I'm gonna let him go. Uh, Poe's gonna kind of creep up next to Mason. You hear anything? No, man. That's that's weird. <laughs> So Poe sticks his head in there and just yells, Hello! (laughs) (laughs) I hope Mason shoves him in and leaves. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want me to try going in? I mean, I'll go. I can sneak in. Just just hold here and I'll let you know if uh, something happens. Alright. And he kind of kind of takes a sidestep like next to the cavern. Uh, go I, ahead and roll a stealth check for me. All right, I'll kind of signal back and you know, basically make it sound like I can't hear anything. You know, um, mm-hmm. hand motions, and then uh, yeah, I'll stealth into the cave. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. 
Um, that's a pretty damn good stealth check. <clears throat> so making your way into this cave, um, it's it's pretty evident that there were people here recently. Um, you can see you can see tracks. You can see uh, they're pretty evident too. This wasn't something where they were hidden. Like you can see where there's uh, kind of a soft sand here and there that you can you can definitely see footprints of all shapes and sizes. Like everything from you know just grown men and women to what appear to be children. Um, they they kind of funnel into this labyrinth of 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 pathways. Um, you can kind of see where it, it, it looks like it divulges into like two paths which may divulge into like two or three other paths it, it's it's kind of a it, it, it's 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 kind of this this minotaur-esque maze that uh, that unless you knew where you were going you might you might be able to get lost pretty quickly um, go ahead and roll a perception check for me please all right 22 22 you Mason hears the faintest of sounds emanating from further within this cabin cabin cavern let's try that um and it sounds like movement uh it's it's kind of echoey and it's tough to hone in on exactly where it's coming from but there's definitely some kind of movement in here it sounds like it's coming from uh fairly far away all right how would you like to uh how would you like to proceed hmm I'm going to move back and uh, report what I heard. Well, first I'll come back to Poe. All right, so Poe's still standing there. Did you hear anything? I think so. Uh, movement uh, further back in there, but from what I could tell, it looks like pretty much anything in the earlier is cleared out and extensive, a lot of caves. Um, go ahead and roll a perception check, please. All right. 25. Natural 20. <laughs> Um, Poe looks pretty concerned. Um, uh, not not alarmed, but definitely there, there's definitely a concern in his face. Um, he he's, he's just kind of. How do you want to handle this? What do you what do you want to do? Hmm. Um. kind of looks like us, man. We, you and I, we we don't call the shots here, man. Uh, we just gonna have to let him know and. He like his face gets hard, man. And I ain't killing no kids. That ain't right, man. Those guys we we dealt with, and they're soldiers. They knew what they're getting into, but no kids. Yeah, yeah, I I, uh, I agree. He nods in agreement. Yeah, no kids. All right, let's let's head back. Be quiet. Uh, so they're gonna make their way back to Marcus, sir. Yes. Um, early areas are. Miss, you know, nobody's around. Uh, I think they moved back into the further areas. Uh, it's kind of uh, it, there's a shit ton of caves in there. You easily get lost. Uh, I think I heard movement in the back, but uh, I'm not sure. I mean, kind of, you know, it must have been further away. But I wasn't going to start wandering around in there all by myself. No, good call. No need for you to get lost in there, and we'd have to try and come rescue you at that point. All right. <laughs> So this far in, we have two choices, folks. We can try and find another entrance to the cave, which means wandering through the forest here, uh, attempting to find one, or we can plant the explosives at the base of this cave, blow it up, 
and report back that they knew we were coming and left, so we destroyed this cave. Since they know we're coming, we have to assume that they're going to have the other cave entrances guarded as well. Now, depending on how many people are around each cave entrance could cause more problems for us. We could run into a force that we can't handle, especially since they know we are coming. Somebody has tipped them off. I say we blow up this cave entrance. That puts a dent in whatever they were running around here, plus reverbs down the caves. It'll rattle them. Hopefully they run out and potentially run into other problems elsewhere. And we report back that not only did they know we were coming, they had set traps and we have a traitor in our midst that Captain Tenbolt needs to find and remove before we can continue these missions. Does anybody else have any suggestions? Um, Poe's going to speak up. What if that's the only way in and out, man? Would, would, I mean, if there are kids in there, we're just, we're just trapping them. If that's the only way in and out then they have made the mistake of making a spot only with one way in and out. That makes no tactical sense. If that's a labyrinth of caves underneath there, there are other ways out of here. I'm more concerned with making sure they can't come out immediately after us. And if we just blow up the entrance and there's that much space underneath there that they can fit that many people, they'll have time to dig themselves out. I glance around at uh, Mason and Poe. And then back to Marcus. Yeah, Poe looks really trepidatious about this. Like, he's not hes not digging that idea. You can kind of see it on his face. I'm open to suggestions, folks. But if we can't come up with another plan, those are our two options right now. We can't leave and just leave them open like that. We have to shut off the hole to where... The other entrance to the caves could be miles from here. It puts them at another disadvantage of getaway. If they knew we were coming... Let me explain it this way. If they knew we were coming and they left that as their only way in and out of the cave, then they are less of a threat than we thought because nobody would leave that one way in and out of a situation. That's trapping yourself. If they knew they had that much advance warning that we were coming, they should have left the area unless they had another way out. What you're saying is sound logic, sir. If I, I'll put it, I'll, I'll state one more thing for you, Poe, in particular, and possibly Mason. If I thought that was their only way in and out, I wouldn't blow up the entrance to the cave. We ain't putting them directly to the sword. So it, it, it kind of sounds like everyone's just thinking, uh, definitely thinking about this. Right. And, and Poe's kind of kind of speak up again. Is Tenbolt going to be pissed that we didn't? We didn't take care of this. Uh, we just sealed off the one entrance. We're not. I mean, Tenbolt will the whole take place scrubbed. Tenbolt will take his anger out on me. Of that, I have no doubt. But by putting me in charge, he has to have some faith in my judgment in the field. If he was here and wanted to make the call, I would let him. But once he puts me in the field, he has to trust my judgment. And if he doesn't, then he can remove me as as leader of this this unit. You three have put your faith in me. You don't seem to have a problem trusting my judgment on this and my sound and my logic. If we go in there and try and chase them down, we are on their turf. They know those twists and turns much better than we do. There could be traps lining that thing as far as the eye could see, and every corner could be another set of guys we have to fight. That's suicide. That is not something I am going to put us into. If we 
put the explosives out. Put it this way. How about this? If we put the explosives down there and blow it up, we can look around the area and see if there's people running out. And if there are any troops, we can take them if we have the, the advantage or if at least it is going to be a good fight. But Agreed. I'm not going to blow up that cavern, watch a quarter mile down and see a hundred white ravens come running out and then say, all right, we can take these guys because we can't. We are not. Uh, uh, We're not an army. We're a tactical right. combat unit. We pick and choose our fights. Right. Perhaps we give them a brief warning of the fact that we are indeed closing off this entrance. Problem with that is if we do that and there is one right next door or 100 feet from there, we're going to have every combat troop running out of there after us. Because they're going to, they already know we're coming. Somebody is ready for us somewhere. Mason, do you want to take the explosives? You know where the pinch point is down there to where you can seal off multiple parts. Sound like you had something else you want to say? This is the last chance that we are being given as the Crimson Shield to prove to our commander that we can do what we have been tasked to do. I think that we need to consider that very carefully when we make this choice, sir. Well, as I said, I am open to other suggestions. If you want to wander around and try and find another hidey hole that they have and see if there's anybody guarding that, we can. But at the same time, if we blow this hole up, they're going to come scattering out of somewhere or they're going to go deeper in underground and find their next opening, wherever it is. And we'll get to see them coming out there if it's anywhere close. I have a hunch, and it would make tactical sense, that it's not going to be anywhere next to us. You're not going to put two cave entrances nearby and go, okay, well, we'll hide in this one and then come out the other one. (laughs) The next one's going to be a quarter mile away, a half mile away. Which is why I think it's still safe for us to warn them that this entrance is going to be exploded. If they're not that close, they're not even going to hear us. But if they are that close, then it doesn't make tactical sense, as you've said. If you want to stand at the entrance of the cave and say, five, four, three, two, one, boom, okay. You want to just yell in there, we're going to blow this one up. See you guys later. Oh, so be it as well. If you really feel that strongly about giving them a warning, that's fine. But I will tell you that technically you don't warn your enemy you're going to do something. Um, When there are women and children involved, rules change. Poe's going to kind of chime in. We have to at least give them a warning, man. I mean, it's... If if you're dead set on blowing it up, fine. But, I mean, if there are kids anywhere around where that could cause a cave-in, they they deserve to get a warning. I'm going to... Yeah, my, Mason steps up. I'll do it. Um, I'm fast enough to avoid arrows. I'm tough enough to, you know, I'm, I'm cased in body armor. If uh, they get a couple pot shots off on us, I can take them. Okay. I'd give him a nod. All right, I Pose, find this successful. I was going to chime in. I, I want to go with you. Certainly, certainly. All right. Um, Here you go, Mason. Here's the explosives. All right. So Mason will shoulder the explosives and put away his weapon and start heading back over there quiet as he can. Um, uh, Poe is going to follow. Is is Love actually going to stand at the entrance of the cave and shout anything, or was that more of a, like, a ha-ha? No, I will. Okay. Well, and then... I think that Poe and Mason are agreeing with me that that's what needs to happen. Yeah, something. Right. Yeah. I just didn't know if Poe was going to do it because he was already walking up there with Mason. No, I'd go up there, well, too. He... 
I think it's more, yeah, I think it's more like backup. Like if Aerolope's going to stand at the entrance of the cave and they're going to go in and find that choke point where it starts like uh, splitting off. Yeah, like I'll wait till they're like on their way back from, you know, setting the explosives and everything. Okay. So that's, that's... Mason's not much of an orator, so it'd be good to have uh, somebody there who I can actually say good words of awesomeness. Hey, uh, motherfuckers, I'm going to drop uh, some explosives down here, so if you asses want to get your butts out of the way, uh, that'd be a good idea. <laughs> Fucking was, run would cover it, too. That was the best Mason uh, impression. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, all right, so Air Love is going to position herself outside of this cavern. Yes, right at the entrance. Before Mason, yeah, Mason just takes a knee and, like, is ready to strike it, but, like, waits for Aerolove to start talking. So, okay, this is this is how I picture it. Uh, the, so the, the split-off is a bit further into this cavern. So while you can, like, you won't be able to, like, it kind of curls around, so you won't be able to see Aerolove, but you can definitely hear her if she starts yelling. Like, it's more of an echoey, kind of a distant, like, but you can definitely hear her. Like, you can hear her pretty clearly. Maybe I'll, I could make a whistle or something like that when I'm when I'm in position. Uh, yeah, yeah, something like that. I yeah, wouldn't yeah, yeah. mind moving in far enough so that I could still see them to keep eye contact. Uh, yeah, okay, you can totally do that. Sounds good. I'm also going to use my symbol of hope, um, which is a daily conjuration. I can conjure a symbol of hope in an unoccupied square within range, and the symbol lasts until the end of my next turn, uh, unless I pers- sustain with a minor. Um, any ally within five squares of the symbol gains a plus two bonus to saving throws, and any ally who starts his or her turn within five squares of the symbol gains five temporary hit points. I'm going to cast that as close to them as I can, depending on how far away they are while maintaining visual contact, um, so that when they set it off, if they need saving throws, they will have a bonus. Nice. Also, as a tiefling, I believe you have low light vision. I will check on that. I'm almost positive. I do. There you go. All right, cool. So while uh, Mason and uh, Poe don't, like you, you'll definitely be able to see what's 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 happening. <sighs> All right, let's uh, let's do this thing. So at the at the choke point, where it kind of funnels into a a narrow passageway and then kind of diverges into. Uh, a couple of different, uh, a, a couple of different pathways, and then it splits off again and again. Uh, how would you like to try and set these explosives up? Well, first off, um, which direction did Mason thought he heard the movement? Uh, this would have been coming from the left. Hmm, I wonder if there's a way to set it over on the right with uh, go for a little bit further one over right path and try to blow that one instead. Without really giving much away, not like, oh, hey, I'm going to go over here. It's more like, hmm, I believe this right. is, you know, without really even talking like, I believe this is blah, blah, blah. I'm not really trying to bluff, just like, I'm going to give him as much of a fighting chance as I can. So you're going to kind of just set it up in that in that pathway there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, that's reading this guy. Hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be the greatest, like, if we set that up? <laughs> All right. Uh, so the the explosives are kind of set, uh, and we've used these a couple of times before. So there is definitely there's a fuse, like kind of a longer fuse, um, 
what would you like to do here? You want to just get ready and bend down, try and light it up? Getting ready to, but we'll start doing the noise first. And heck, I can light it a little bit further on up the wick if uh, I feel like dan- it's dangerous enough. Okay. So uh, you kind of motion back to Airlove and right. have her yelp something. The Crimson Shield is not without mercy. And I'm going to obviously be talking louder than I want to into my microphone. But um, uh, we will be bombing the entrance to this cavern. And if you do not have another escape route, you may want to make that apparent to us pretty damn quick. Um, after a few moments here. <clears throat> I'm holding my uh, breath. Mason's sweating everywhere like... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this echoes throughout this this thing and everything kind of goes silent while you're while you're waiting uh and now there's definitely a ton of movement definitely coming from the left and it's definitely it it sounds like panic uh it doesn't it doesn't sound like the movements of people getting ready to take up arms and defend themselves it sounds like holy shit we got to get out of here women and children screaming not not screaming, but it definitely like you hear you you definitely it sounds as though uh like there are some younger voices, maybe some maybe some old, some sick, something like that. Mason? Yes. Grab the explosives. Alright. Move back. Alright. So we duck back uh, a little bit further into that other cave, the one where the sound isn't coming from? Yes. Sounds just, good to me. We are. Uh, you're just. We're hiding. This <laughs> <laughs> sort of. We're just giving them room to evacuate as needed. You're going to stay in the cave while they evacuate. Yes, and if there are, uh, if they are clearly troops, then we will do what we need to do. I would probably shout out to uh, to Marcus that you know incoming or something like that so okay incoming would probably be a bad idea to yell yeah probably (laughs) not i just just get us to duck around the corner he'll be looking for the explosives being lobbed back at me (laughs) (laughs) no i knew this day would come i guess i'll just duck back and killed by his own team (laughs) grab poe obviously be like hey man back up back up yeah and i will um you know sprint down there to be with Mason and Poe or meet them halfway or whatever so that we're kind of together. Okay. So we're you you guys have backed up to the point now where it's more towards the entrance. A little bit, yeah, but um, a little bit more. Probably halfway between where they were and where I was okay. and off to the right. Okay. Um do me a favor, you guys make a perception check. Okay. Right. Twenty seven. Thirteen's not 13. good. Uh twenty seven. Um there's a secondary noise. Uh, this sounds more like people uh, holding weapons, kind of clattering, kind of like maybe shields clattering, maybe uh, like like the rattling of swords. Uh, and that sounds like it's coming your way. From the right? Uh, from uh, from the left, actually. The same place where the, the panic was coming. It sounds like maybe someone is kind of taking up arms to buy them time or defend the cavern entrance or okay whatever but it definitely sounds like someone's coming your way i will say to mason and poe um there are troops with them i can hear them i think we should uh let them go or do we they're uh, coming your way hmm? they're 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 coming 
in your direction. Like they are, they, they're not they're, headed towards the entrance. Uh, well, you guys are standing at the entrance. Well, no, we're like part way down into it, like halfway between where, cause I'd walked in far right. enough that I could see where Mason and Poe were. And then right. picture, we met okay, halfway between thing. that point and where the explosives were. Right. So picture this thing as like, let me see if I can draw it real quick. Okay. Which I've never attempted to do on this board and I can only draw like in grid form I think so this could be hideous I don't know <laughs> so like if that's the entrance to the cave right and then it, it you're, you're walking into it and then uh, it kind of funnels into a point and then kind of diverges into different paths alright you know what I'm saying yes so you would be like I mean, I, I would. My understanding is you'd be like here. I mean, it's a larger space than this. It's it's much longer from the uh, from the entrance to here. But I mean, my understanding is like you were going to place the explosive somewhere in here. So to like, clarify, right. what my yeah. plan was is I was actually planning on putting the explosive since we knew that. Let's see, the left hand side was the one where there was no voices from. The right hand side right. was the other one, right? Yes. Or vice versa. So I was actually planning on no, putting sorry. the explosives like around this area, which I know probably would knock a few rocks to the right, but not anywhere near enough to, you know, like theoretically they'd be able to get out okay. Right. But then now we're hearing this. So basically what we ended up doing is my, my understanding was we hit up this way a little bit further so that when okay. they came running yawn down this away, they would miss us visually and just be like, get the well, hell out. You have those swapped. What? Okay. Yes, well, but the, 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 yeah, but he's the, like, I get what he's saying. Okay. Right. So, sorry, I'm getting my left and right swap, but you understand what I'm saying. Hide further back in the cave, stay hidden, let the people run away, and then do that thing. But now we're hearing, oh crap! Now here comes the actual militia parts from wherever place we we're ducked in. Change of plan. Okay. I've got an idea cool, cool. now. Yeah. So as I'm starting to hear them come up, like, if we could just hold them long enough. From my understanding, they're coming from the same tunnel as the people we heard moving about. No. Yes. Uh, my understanding was yes. the other way around. No, they're no, coming they're... from the same tunnel. Same but they're tunnel. coming towards us ahead of whoever it is that it's panicking behind them. Okay, let's try to clarify this. My understanding is we were in the one tunnel that had no sound coming out of it. We heard the sounds, but they were coming from the opposite tunnel. That was kind of like as planned. Now we're hearing new sounds coming from our tunnel. Is this correct? No. Or are they just still... No. Now we hear even more sounds coming from that other tunnel. I All made the a, sounds are coming from uh, the left side. My perception check made me hear the additional sounds. So All mixed the sounds in with are coming the people from the, left side. from the same side. Yeah. We're still yep. hidden away from them. Oh, still under the understanding that uh, we should let them go. I think we'll assess once we see more information, but we'll stay where we are for now. So let's do this. Let's... Okay. So I'll... Wow. This could turn ugly. So Mason's still holding the explosives. Right. Okay. Because we didn't want to leave them laying there. Right. No. Yeah. You can't just leave those laying about. Um, so after a few moments, um, uh, six, uh, six white ravens, like they, they look to be pretty able-bodied, like a little younger. Uh, but yeah, it, 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 it they they have obviously come up here to defend uh to, to to kind of defend the area uh and they kind of reach they they kind of reach the entrance and they're looking around they're 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 looking for any set of explosives or people who might have been yelling or or anything in there they're they're 
they, they don't see anything. You can kind of see that they've they've stopped in that area and they're they're looking around now. How hidden are you guys trying to be? Are you trying to get the jump on them, or I'm trying to let them go? You're trying to like right, okay. But what they heard was someone was going to blow up the entrance of this cave, and they're looking like I mean they're not leaving. Like they're, you know what I mean? Like they are very much here to to fight to defend. So clearly they're not trying to escape at this point. They're just coming out to attack us because we said we were going to blow it up, and they clearly have some other way to escape. Uh, well, they aren't, however you'd like to look at this, like you could look at it like they're just here to fight you because they have a way to escape, or maybe they're trying to buy time for people who are, uh, who aren't ready to leave yet, or may have a a slower time getting around or however you'd like to look at it. But the people with weapons, how old are they? Uh, they, they look to be like early twenties. Okay. I am going to, um step forward with my arms out. I still have my staff in one hand, but I'm clearly like on the not offensive gesturing realm of things and step forward enough so that they will likely be able to see me. Um, All right, let's, let's change maps here. Let's do this. Sounds good. Let's, let's just kind of have a, let's place you guys on the map in case this turns ugly. All right. So to recap the situation, you have now let these guys get in front of you. So they are blocking the entrance and exit to the cave for you guys. You are right. holding a set of explosives. You are cut off from Marcus. Uh, there are six of these white ravens. That's double the number that you have in your party currently. Uh, and Airlove is walking out to approach them, correct? In a very peaceful manner, yes. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. Okay, uh, so you're 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 addressing them. Yes. Mason hasn't gone for a weapon yet. Okay. Are they elves or are they humans or? Uh, these these guys appear to be human. Okay. Are they male? Uh, all of them except for one. Yes. Uh, what would you like to say to I'm them? I'm thinking. So? <laughs> okay, that's okay. <laughs> White ravens. Uh, we are here merely to follow our orders. We do not want to kill any women and children that are not combatants. And that's why we've given this warning. Um, so one of them's going to kind of step forward here. and they, they've, they've got swords drawn and, and uh, a few in the back have their bows and arrows out. Hey, don't be stupid, man. Get your people out. That's, that's not going to happen. Uh, we're not going to let you blow up this entrance. I'm sorry, but you're going to have to just leave those explosives and go, or we're we're going to have to kill you. Oh, we were going to leave not the going explosives to be an option. anyway. If the explosives stay here, they're going to be lit. So now you guys got a Mexican standoff. Indeed. It's like, hey, we can stare at each other as much as we want. Get your people out. If you uh, if you're bad enough to have to take us, then uh, you people can come right back in, right? Um, they're going to start looking at each other. Do you have another exit that you can escape through if we blow up this entrance? Look, we we ain't drawing weapons right now. We ain't killing you where you stand. Maybe consider what we're you know what we're offering you right now. I don't think you're coming from a real strong bartering position. 
there's twice as many of us as there are you. Do you know who I am? I don't. I'm Errol of Grimness. And I am telling you, you need to get your people out of here. The way I see it, you're telling me I need to get my people out of here because you're going to light explosives, correct? That's correct. The explosives he's holding in his hand, correct? That's correct. And what's to stop us from killing you and taking the explosives, annihilating that threat? I don't think it's quite as easy as you're making it sound. Look, we don't we don't want to hurt you, but I, I, you you gotta realize we're not gonna let you do this. You're not giving us a lot of choice here, and you can see the uh, <clears throat> you can see the uh, the three people in the back. They've kind of got their bows drawn. You're giving us a lot of choice, either, man. He like kind of keeps an ear out. Are you people moving? Kind of like you know, if. We die here and succeed at our mission, then that's better than going back to the Overwatch in shame and failure and accept death there. And then they send twice the amount and just do the job we were going to do without giving you any kind of warning. Or sparing any women and children. Look, we can't, we can't let you take this entrance. The only other one we have right now is blocked and we won't be able to get we won't be able to get our people out. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Can these uh, explosives be divided? Um, the way it is is kind of a liquid. Um, it's it's kind of a alchemical design. So it's it's kind of mixed together in this uh, like kind of like a like it could be worn as a belt. Like it is a belt of explosives, essentially. But basically, different chemicals in different glass chambers that once they break and meet each other, they explode. It's not quite like that because there's a fuse. Like it's it's lit very okay. much like a bomb. But the way it's the the, the like it's maybe they're sealed in wax or something. Yeah, like it's very much like you go fucking with it and bad things could happen. All right, how about this? Use this side over here kind of like looks back you know the same place they're coming from we can we can get around not using it we make a show of force and um you know we didn't seal the whole cave up we just got this side i figured the very least buy some time look we ain't here to kill you we don't want anybody of you dead you're not you know up on our good side but there there is no reason no reason to kill you all your death will make no difference in the war that's coming. What if that calls us a cave-in? A that's why we're asking you to get your people out. We realize we're fucking up your home. But, again, we go back. We don't show that we did what we did, even given an attempt. They're just going to kill us and send more. And they're going to butcher you all. You say that we're not giving you choices... Our choices are more slim than you can imagine, unless you've been a part of the Overwatch. Uh, they're they're <clears throat> you can see they're kind of mulling it over, like they're like these are these are kind of young kids, like they're they, they, you can tell they're not in charge of anything. That maybe they're 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 in their position right now because they're the last ones left. 
how about this? Three of you stay here with us. Three of you go back and talk to your people and then return and have your answer. How many people are outside? Our commander. And that's it? Yep. Let us get everyone out. Unscathed. You give us your word that there's no one out there waiting to ambush us. You got it. If you'd like, we can bring him in here with us, or we can go out to him. So that the explosives are not in the cave while you're evacuating people. That'd be that'd be good, yeah. Just get anyone out there that's hiding to show themselves, so that we know that there's no one waiting for us. Certainly. Uh, Mason takes a quick look over at Poe and it's like, "You okay, man?" This, like, he's he's incredibly tense. Like, you can, like, you can, oh, yeah, yeah, you can so just kind of see it on his face. Yeah, bounce like, a quarter is... off his muscles because they're so tense. He's just like ready for anything. Mason would theoretically have all the time in the world to go for his weapons. It'd be like, you know, time freezes for him, but yeah, mm-hmm. he's still just ready. Uh, these, so what? They're gonna take three of them are going to go back into the cavern and three of them are going to kind of stay here. Kind yeah, of he's kind of up, don't, don't take long men's, you know, Just go take care of it. And, uh, they're, they're kind of, kind of sprint back down the, uh, the cavern system. Um, are you going to go get Marcus? If the white Ravens that are watching over us are okay with us passing by them and doing that. Yeah. Then yes. That's yeah. That's kind of the understanding. All right. That, yeah. Again, bows drawn, kind of like the, it's mm-hmm. all very Mexican standoffy. All right, so we will uh, carefully exit, keeping eyes on him the whole time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can just see Mason like turning around and walking backwards, so he can still keep an eye on him. Stealthing, like uh, we call it, like uh, yeah, sidestepping. Yeah. <laughs> so this should be fun to explain. I'm sorry. What was that? I just saying this should be fun to explain to Marcus. Oh, yeah. Um, so, uh, once we get out of the cave, I will signal for Marcus to join us. Well, Marcus will stop at the entrance to the cave, but that's as far as he's going. Right. I said once we got out of the okay. cave. Yeah. Sir? Yes? There are six armed young men, one woman, a uh, total of six, and they are the only guards for a group of women and children and they don't have any other exits. The other one's blocked up. And you know this how? We spoke to them, and based on my understanding of the uh, the things that I was hearing inside the cave. <laughs> they're uh, promoted to guards because they're the oldest uh, they got there. Probably the most able-bodied. So there's six combatants, and that's it? That is all. And they weren't lying about it? There aren't 15 more in the cave waiting to come up just in case those six couldn't do the job? Hell, they were more scared about running out, you know, sending other people out just to a giant ambush and, you know, an army strike. I believe that the things they have said are true. I believe that they do not have another escape route that is accessible at this time, and I believe that everyone who 
is in that cave is either elderly or under the age of 25. Under the age of 25 doesn't mean anything. Gavin was 19 and was a hell of a commander. The, the six that we saw were definitely not Gavin's. They were scared young people who had been thrust into a position that they are not trained for. Yes, they know how to fire a bow, they hunt, etc. But they are not combatants. Okay, so what's what's going on? They are going... They split into two piles of three. Three of them went back to discuss things with the rest of the group that's in there, their elderly advisors, etc. And are going to decide how they would like to proceed. We have given them the option of leaving the cave with their elderly and their children and non-combatants and blowing up the cave entrance after they've left or blowing up at least a majority of the cave entrance as much as we are able with our explosives and placement. All right. So they're going to bring the women and children out is what you're telling me? Yes. What else are they bringing out? They don't have anything else to bring out. I mean, there are the six that we spoke with. No supplies, no anything that could be used against us other than those six? If you'd like to discuss it with them further, you're welcome to come back into the cave with me. No. You made this field judgment while you were in there. Yes, I did. And I will choose to trust you. But if this fails, if they come out and there's 15 men ready to fight, if we survive that fight, there will be repercussions. Understood, sir. Tell them to get their people on the move. Yes, sir. I will turn around and go back into the cave. All right. Um, So by this point, uh, the other three had returned. Uh, and their their people are kind of mobilizing and, and, and getting their things together. What did, did you hear that? Say? Yeah, you didn't hear it. Uh. We spoke to our commander and we advised him that you would be evacuating your non-combatants and that we are not going to attack them. We are going to set the explosives on this side of the cave after you have successfully evacuated. <sighs> All right. He's not very happy with me. Yeah, we can deal with that, though. Um, they they are going so up the up the trail here, uh, up that one cavern. Um, you're seeing uh, just just a ton of like men, women, and children. Like some of them, you know, may have a limp or they don't get along very well, or they you know they're sick, they're very old, they're very young. Um, and all of them are kind of carrying their supplies and like, it looks like they have, you know, bedding and food rations and things. And, um, they're all kind of making their way out of, of the cavern here. And the, the six white ravens are kind of like positioned at the mouth of this cave, just kind of looking out, just kind of trying to make sure that they're, they're not going to be ambushed. And, uh, go ahead and make a perception check for me too, please. All of us are just. Uh, well, this would be actually. You know what? In in a second, you can. Uh, Scott. Twenty three. Okay, twenty three. Um, before you see it, you hear it, 
and it sounds like fluttering. It sounds like fluttering wings, like flapping wings, and then kind of, uh, kind of flying out from the uh, from the back of this cavern. Here uh, is a white raven, and it's going to kind of streak past you. And unless you take a swing at it or or try to stop it in any way, shape, or form, it's going to kind of fly past you and out of the mouth of the cave. I'm not going to raise a hand. Um, what was uh, that? <laughs> With my 13 there. <laughs> Uh, Marcus, do the same. It was a raven, Mason. <laughs> uh, uh, Marcus would do the same thing, and unless you're going to take a shot at it. What shot do I need? Uh, well, let's see. Do, do you have a ranged attack of any kind? No. Ooh. Unless I use one of my powers. <laughs> That's up to you. Uh, I don't even know if I have one that would work on for that. Well, let's see here. Uh, so I'm pretty much just a well if I'm standing at the mouth of the cave as I said that's where I would okay stay. yeah that's true you could take like you could see it kind of coming and it's it's got kind of a low flight until it reaches open space and it's going to take off so just a melee basic I if you'd like yeah yeah batter up exactly <laughs> so, I heard fuck you dude 28 uh, uh, Marcus is going to bat this raven out of the air uh, and it's going to kind of hit the ground and uh, its wings still fluttering uh, but it's it's obviously stunned and not able to get airborne it's it's going to die like he hit it pretty fucking hard are we still kind of between um, I mean are we at the entrance of the cave as well or are we somewhere deeper on the other side of the white ravens uh, this like At he would be, point. he would be just outside. So I think this would be a thing where, unless you are really trying to see outside, like everyone's making their way outside, basically. So okay. this is. Right. I figured we were still pinned on on that other side where they weren't coming out. Right. Well, this pinned is pinned uh, being, you know. Right. So this would be a thing that pretty much only Marcus saw right right this second. Okay. But uh, they are going to. They are going to see the fluttering fucking the the the, the raven on the ground. Like that's obviously going to be a thing. But yeah, so we can see it. Um, you guys uh, are probably blocked from view from all the people streaming out. Right, that's the thing. Like they are okay. going to see it in a moment. Okay. Um, so I'm going to grab the raven since it flew down and examine it. Okay. Uh, Peck his fucking eyes out. <laughs> You're supposed to be on my side. <laughs> I'm on the Ravens' side right now. Don't fuck with Ravens. Uh, they, yep. Uh, this thing is obviously going to die, but uh, there is. Uh, it looks like this uh, this small cylinder kind of uh, uh, tied to its leg. All right, I'm gonna take it off and put it in my pocket. All right, heal the bird and send it on its way. I wonder if I could. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to attempt it? Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, go ahead and roll here. Check. Yep, check. Twenty-seven. Uh, twenty-seven will heal this fucking raven. Uh, so it's it's not going to die, but it's definitely a little disoriented and and, and kind of fucked up. Right. But it's 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 not going to die. Nope. Should be on its way soon. Um. So. Would you just let it go? Just kind yep. of just gonna let it go. All right. Um, so it kind of like 
kind of takes a few like awkward flaps and it's it's kind of perched on a uh, on a branch it's kind of like it, it obviously is disoriented um about that time uh you're i guess they're refugees now they are going to start streaming out of the mouth of this cavern uh i'm going to keep a rough estimate of how many people not necessarily a, a tick and tally count but i want to know a, a good idea of about how many there were Marcus has one of those little Walmart clickers on the side every yep. time somebody leaves. <laughs> okay, there's four of you. Uh, this is uh, you're you're looking at dozens and dozens. Right. Like you're you're probably around five to six dozens somewhere in there. Uh, and they're uh, they're they're making their way to this cabin. They're all just locking eyes with you as they leave. Uh, everyone's with incredibly. Marcus? Yes, as they leave, like he's kind of standing at the mouth of this cavern, and they're they're definitely. I mean, they're looking at all of you as incredibly suspicious, almost that sidestep. Um. Uh, and and they're trying to just get out of your way, and they have nowhere to go. You can just tell they just they have no place to go. Inside the cave, <clears throat> uh, there's still a standoff going on with these. The, the, the White Ravens and then the rest of the, the, the party here. Alrighty. Was there anybody who was walking out that looked semi-in charge, like directing traffic, maybe? Um, besides the odd... Uh, besides the odd able-bodied person who just is trying to help someone with their with their stuff, or, or that there'll be a couple of people, like, grabbing, like, chests... Uh, and they're 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 trying to like just trundle off with the stuff. Like it's it, it doesn't look like anybody's really in charge. It doesn't look like anybody thought that this place would be found. There'd okay. be no reason to think that. All right, I want to just grab one of the able-bodied people and just tell them head into the evergreen and find the elves. They will take care of you. Wow. Um. Uh. This this is a this is a female like a young lady, and. She's she's gonna kind of look you in the eyes and 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 like she's gonna kind of register it and then just pull her arm away, like it's insulting that you'd help them out after that's fine kicking them out of their <laughs> own home. So they they are all making their way, uh, they're all making their way into kind of into the thicket, just 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 getting away from you. And now we need to decide what's gonna happen inside the cave. Um. Uh, these ravens are. They 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 kind of appear to be relieved. Uh, that that you at least let the women and children and the the old people go, the sick, all that stuff. Like you let civilians out of the way. And uh, the 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 one that had spoken to Airlove before. Uh, kind of steps forward. I appreciate you not. I appreciate you not cutting them down. Certainly. That being said, we still can't let you blow up this cavern. I'm sorry, but there's something here we need, and we have to protect it even if it's with our lives. And you can dig it out. We may not have that kind of time later on. I can't... I can't risk it. I'm, oh, I'm sorry. Who you to decide? What you gambling on anyway? I understand we had a deal and again I appreciate you letting letting the innocents go but 
Hold on, hold on. You ready to die over this? What's so damn important that's up there? I figure at this point, you might as well let us know, because number one, you kill us, you keep it secret. Number two, we kill you, we're just going to go back there and look anyway, right? Um, so... Is that a diplomacy? <laughs> uh, yeah, roll a diplomacy. That's a four. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that that's sounded not... about what it sounded too. That's okay. That's totally fine. Um, so before this, before the young guy can can speak again, Poe's going to interject and say, "It's the gate," and he's speaking directly to Marcus or uh, to uh, Mason. The what? What gate? There are several of these gates scattered. Uh, they're, we're not exactly sure where all of them are, but it's pretty important, and we can't let you blow it up. I'm sorry. And he takes one step back, kind of away from you. Poe! We? I'm, I'm real sorry. I can't let you blow this up. Why? And um, Poe's going to... He's going to grab the hilt of his broadsword and draw it. I'm going to look Poe right in the eye and drop my staff. I won't fight you. I, I don't want to fight you either. I Just hand over the explosive and go. Where are we going to go, Poe? Where are we going to go? You know what they're doing is wrong. You can't believe in it, and you still... You're still just going to blindly follow orders? Yeah, yeah, let's let's call it like that, considering what we just did, everything that built up to this. I think you know what we're, to, we're about. Because following orders would have been letting all the women and children go. Orders were to slay every single white raven we could find, no matter their age or their condition. You were there when we were given that order, Poe. How can you... How can you say that we're just following orders blindly? Look, I know deep down you're good people. I know you don't want to hurt anyone who's innocent. I, I know you don't want to hurt anybody who's defenseless, but take a look at who you're fighting for. Especially now that Grace is dead. I Do you really want to follow Tenbold? Do you think he gives a damn about you or, or anyone in that city? What you're gonna... That's all right. You're going to send us back. You send us back to him without any sort of evidence that we did what we were supposed to do. The alternative is you stay. What? Do you really expect me to believe that these people are going to let us live? Additionally... That's true, man. We said what we said. You know they're just going to send a contingent down here if we don't succeed uh, with what we're supposed to do. Last night, I sent a raven out from the city. We should have all the backup we need, at least at least in the meantime, to keep anyone off. To keep anyone out of the cave. I, we can't hold them off forever, but hopefully it'll be, it'll be all the time we need supposed to keep the gate safe. That was... That was one of the things I was supposed to do. And... Things have not gone according to plan recently, but... 
I can't let you blow this up. This is the weirdest double cross I ever heard of. Your uh, your friend Una. She she's effectively one of you, and ugh, he's shaking his head. You kind of quietly says, "You man, you you stabbed that guy." Look, he's like, "Look, look, man, look." I clearly my my hand, my hands are not bloodied from this. And what are we gonna do, man? They knew what they were signing up for, just like I did. I right. I didn't. I didn't want to kill him, but I couldn't. I, couldn't I risk did not to cover yet. Sign up to kill my own teammates. The bottom line is, you. I don't think either one of you believe in what you're doing anymore. Mason lowers his eyes. He's you know registering what he's saying. You're right. A war is coming. Fuck yeah, it is. We're on the wrong side. How do you know? If if Captain Tenbolt is like every other commander, Tenbolt is like every other commander in the Overwatch, then yes, clearly you're right. But Commander Grace was not Captain Tenbolt. Commander Tenbolt. And there are other good people in the Overwatch. How do we know that at the top of that is a good man or a bad man? Because Grace was a raven like me. Think about it. My face just falls. (laughs) The missions he was sending you on, do you really think they were helping out with any war effort? It was mostly just to keep you out of his hair, just to... He took the reins from Tenbolt to make sure that there wouldn't actually be anything done to hurt the ravens or the elves or anything happening in the Evergreen. The fact that you fell ass backwards and actually captured Brianna is astounding, but completely unforeseen. That's why I had to help set her free, or at least give her a fighting chance. Sadly, that meant beating the living shit out of her so she can get some sleep and then unlocking her shackles. That's how I know there are no good people left in the Overwatch. I watched the last one hang. You're so very sure that you're willing to condemn the rest of them. These are just scared people, man. They got a wall. They got a military force. Granted, most of them are made of metal, but it's hard to say absolutely everybody else is on the wrong side. There's always going to be gray, but... And you're so sure that everybody in the White Ravens is as... uh, Forget the term. As white as they might seem. That there is no gray. There's no hidden agendas. No... No, uh... No ten bolts waiting in the wings just to take over and do the same damn thing. You mean like Malchus? Look, I... I never met Malchus. I'm not going to pretend like I know the guy, but... I trust Brianna. I trust Liara. They've never really steered us wrong, and I, I don't get the vibe that they're out to take over anything. They just... Look at, look at where they live, and he kind of, like, gestures around this cave. It's... They literally live in a hole in the wall, and now they don't even have that. Neither do Mason and I. I just hope my family made it out, man. That's... I don't know if I should be saying that to you, but I figure you figured it out by now. I went to go see my family, give them a little bit of a running shot. 
they figure out things went south, they might just get cut down on the road. So, again, you you believe it's wrong just like I do. You, you actually... Yeah. What about Marcus? That kind of snaps Poe back into reality for a second where, like, oh, shit. Yeah. Do you really expect him to go along with this plan of yours to let us go back in shame to the Overwatch? You've seen the way he kisses ass to Captain Tenbolt. Sorry, Commander Tenbolt. I think he'd sell you out in a second. If it would save his own ass, I think he'd watch you both hang. Which is why we're dead if we go back to the Overwatch. Well, then don't go back. I commit my family to the same fate of of, uh, of flow if if I turn and hell I've been killing for them for years I mean who's to say somebody's not just gonna find me and put a knife in me and say this is for whomever it is that I dispatched but then again you know you're right man this I can't keep doing this look I'd be happy to explain everything later like I said I I think you're both decent people, but this is not the time. I... Give me a reason to trust you, Poe. Uh, and he's kind of turning that over in his head for a second. Uh, and then he puts his sword away. Uh, and he kind of raises his hands out in front of him. If you truly believe in what you're doing and what you think you have to finish here, then go ahead and kill me now. And you know I ain't gonna do that. Hell, you stood right next to us. You, uh, we finished the tournament together. You punched a motherfucking lizard in the throat. That was awesome, by the way. But, uh, <laughs> man, I, ain't, I ain't gonna hit you. Hell, he kind of unbelts his sword and kind of kicks it to the side. You know how quickly I can draw a weapon. Now, you, now I can't. I got a knife or two on me, I'll admit it, but I'm not taking those away. You have to forgive me there. I turn to the other ravens and tell them there's no turning Marcus our commander waiting outside the cave expecting us to be blowing something up the way I see it if none of you make it back that buys us a bit more time than if one of you gets back at least take the explosives and open up the other hole right in case something goes bad then you got another way out yeah. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. I'd say run, go detonate that now. If things still go sour, you do have another way. So no delays, right? He hands it right over to uh, over to Poe. Um, Poe's going to kind of nod and, and back up a few paces, and then he's going to turn and kind of sprint down the corridor. I'll turn to Mason. We need to talk to Marcus. Right. Um, so leaving, <laughs> uh, leaving the cavern's entrance here. And I hope that's canon. That's hilarious. What? We did take a while. Oh, we, no, no. Yeah. That's, I, there. It is. No, I, think, <laughs> I think that makes perfect sense. So leaving the cavern's entrance here, leaving the cavern, uh, would, would Marcus even still be there? No, Marcus left. He counted off five minutes in his head and said, job is not done. He's leaving. Is he still within sight when we get out of the cave? Horse moves fast. 
No, well, I but he had to, to make it back to the, back horses. To the horses. That's where I'm headed. Because we walked in here quite a ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, how about you roll a perception check? If it's a high perception, then you kind of see some motion somewhere. 35 is a high perception check. She's got a 16 to start. <laughs> hey, I didn't even crit on that. So. <laughs> Good God. You're saying it's impossible for her to roll a low perception check. Yeah. No, 16's a low. Before. <laughs> yeah, it happens every once in a blue moon, but yeah. Um, yeah, old Eagle Eyes Air Love fucking spots... Uh, spots uh, Marcus and it would be a bit of a jog but yeah you could catch up to him alright I'm going to jog out there I picked up my staff by the way on the way out yeah I would imagine <laughs> she's quicker than I am honestly I'd have to continue to sprint to get that benefit and <laughs> that doesn't make sense <laughs> it's it's a combat thing he's a wind sprinter but not an endurance runner right plus he's wearing plate well it's not like Marcus is running at a full sprint back to get to the horses Right, I would I imagine would. though there's some urgency. It's like okay, five minutes ago, by there, yes, yeah, they're probably dead. I should go now. All right, um, so Harlow's going to approach Marcus. Marcus, what the hell is going on? We're not blowing up that cave. Why? Because to do so would have been the death of us, and I think there was something about no suicide missions. Correct, but you could have dropped it there and gone like the original plan was. We got the people out. There are no innocents left in that cave. Right, and we would have had to fight our way past six white ravens who are, granted, not combat skilled, but also Poe. Also Poe? Poe was a white raven. So seven. Is a white raven. So he's a traitor as well. Starting to see a pattern with followers of Cord. So you left him there and took off for what? To come back to town with me now to report this? What do you think is going to happen when we report this to Captain Tenbolt? I'll probably be blamed for it, and that is fine. I can deal with Tenbolt. This was the last chance the Crimson Shield. And then I could point out that Tenbolt had a traitor with us. If Poe was with us and I have been telling Tenbolt there have been traitors in our midst for all this time and he couldn't see that and still sent him along, so be it with Poe. That is his choice. I have no use for him anymore now. What would you have us do? Follow your conscience. My conscience tells me to go back and report what is going on. She would smile slowly. My conscience is telling me that the reason that I joined the Overwatch was because I was convinced by a very charismatic leader who never really was loyal to the Overwatch in the first place. And that would be Commander Grace. Really? We know Commander Grace has already been hung for being a traitor. So you're telling me you're not coming back to town with me. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm joining the White Ravens, but I'm not going back to the Overwatch. That would be my death. I can understand that. Mason? Has he caught up to us yet? Yeah, by this time, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You probably heard at least the last few lines. (sighs) Give me a moment. All right. Look, they're going to hurt my family. 
if I go back, not only will they kill me, but they're just going to hang them too. You saw what happened with Flo, man. They don't give a fuck. What about you, man? You you got family? You got any reason to tie you there? What I the hell? No family. You know, look, look, look. I might seem like the biggest hypocrite, man. I spent three years in trenches, barely staying alive, killing anything that moved, all because somebody would point and say, that dies, and that dies. And I've, hell, I've been able to sleep fine at night, man. Call me a monster, but look, I ain't going to kill no children. I'm not going to kill people that aren't combatants. And this is just wrong, man. Being with being with them is just, just committing people to die that, that ought not die. I agreed to let the women and children leave. That right. was the deal. I had no interest in seeing them die either. In fact, I told one of them to head into the Evergreen and find the elves. But I am not joining up with the White Ravens. There's a very specific reason why I dislike Malchus possibly more than you do, Aralov. Do not even begin to try to say that you know anything about what I've been through with no, that. I'm, I said possibly more than. You're right. I don't know, but you don't know what I've been through either. And that's Have you ever been met drop. Malchus? I experienced the aftermath of Malchus hardly compares it is when he directly by his actions caused the death of my family now do you want to continue down this path I still fucking hate him more than you do that's fine but I'm not going to join up on any side that considers him an ally I didn't say I was I said I'm not going back to the overwatch I joined them because of commander grace commander grace is not the person that I was led to believe he was and this entire project has not been what I was told it would be. And that is your choice. That's a breach of contract, and I have no ties to the Overwatch. Understandable. I wish you well. Mason? Yeah? Where does your family live? (laughs) Eyebrows raised. What? I want to give them a heads up and get them out. I watched Flo hang for no reason, and I will not see your family put through the same thing if you will allow me to help. He nods a little bit. <sighs> Poor quarter. Uh, kind of gives like the general directions. Okay. Yeah. Now, do they know you're out here? Can they be ready to move quickly? Because they're not going to have a lot of time. My we- family is uh, descendants from a bunch of, you know, thieves and brigands. They can move fast enough. Okay. I will give them as much heads up as I can. I. I'm not going to say anything about the visit if he doesn't, because that's his place, not mine. Right. That's that's all he's given him. That's fine. Is if Poe has turned, he is a white raven, you say? Yes. He always has been. He let Bree go. He's the one who let Bree go. Yeah. Right. Then I'm heading back to town. You two, I will wish you best of luck, and I hope we never cross paths again. Because if either of you are on the white side of the White Ravens, we will be enemies at that point. Understood. Of course. And to coin the phrase, cape swish and walk away. <laughs> now you can't coin the phrase. Someone else already coined it. <laughs> That's true. Steal yeah. the phrase. All right. The steal the right. phrase, cape swish so and walk away. I will mount my horse and uh, ride off in the other direction away from, away from Marcus. Do me a favor, roll a perception check. 
Uh, 19 is plenty enough to hear it. Uh, there is an explosion that has uh, kind of sounded off from from the cave. Uh, you can It's definitely large enough that you can hear it uh, even from where you are. So, dollars to donuts, uh, Poe uh, set off those explosives where the, uh, where the other entrance was blocked off. All right. At that point, I'm assuming we have not gotten that far before the explosion happened? No. Okay. I'm going to turn back to Mason. Are you joining the White Ravens? I'm going to pretend like I didn't hear him and just ride off. Okay. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would kind of say that's a good time to stop this evening. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Oh. Really we got a lot of things to talk about in the next session, and, and you guys probably have about 600 questions to ask. So, yes. <laughs> 3 B, C, and D, evidently. <laughs> well, I'm not exactly sure how to handle this. Like, this, we all knew that you weren't going to. We all knew you weren't going to defect. I thought I was going to get a fucking kill you. Why? Because your your character is so horrible and sleazy. Yeah? But have I <laughs> ever been sleazy directly to a teammate without reason? No. Okay. The only Logic team the only, re- the only teammate I've ever actually been that way with was Una and all I ever did was point out exactly what she was saying and going, "Are we supposed to believe this?" and she'd get pissed. So it's true, man. You're actually make a really good devil. Uh, the lawful evil dudes—they're very, very good about you know words. As far as you the know, devil, Scott, yeah. that's what we're... the devil, not the devil, devils, as opposed to <laughs> demons, the chaotic creatures. But the lawful yeah. ones are usually much more dangerous because they'll talk you. You just talked yourself into a uh, total binding contract or whatever, and unbreakable. And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let it be noted that the demon bloodline is is the tiefling bloodline not the devil bloodline <laughs> <laughs> well the devil m- the, the 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 way i figured it is mm. well you know what i'm going to talk to i'm going to talk to scott off the air because <laughs> right. i have an idea i have this idea that uh well yeah but I, it looks like we may be getting the band back together <laughs> It'll be the most awkward reunion ever. Indeed. Minus the healer still. Yeah, yeah. well. <laughs> Una kind of heals. She's she slapping people on the ass with her healing hand. <laughs> well. Damn. That was that was intense. I was waiting to see how that would play out. Like I, I really didn't know how that would uh how that would work. I didn't either. Theoretically, I mean yeah, it's one of those things you got to bounce. Do you really just? I mean, honestly, I was thinking, you know, controlled blows, nobody dies. But yeah, we were definitely outnumbered. And then when Post stepped back, it was like, all right, fuck this. This guy can punch throats. I'm just going to stand there <laughs> dazed the whole time as he's just like speed bagging my uh, my trachea. See, if <laughs> I was if I was in there, I would have told you just grab the explosives, light them, and throw them at past the White Ravens as far as you can. Run. But the White Ravens were between us and the exit. That's the idea. Right. They would have Throw held their them. position and let us die. <laughs> well, no. Being the, the idea being throw it towards the entrance of the, the thing, they're going to scramble one way or the other. Uh, okay. And you guys would be able to get out. Right. 
I hear what you're saying. Or turn <clears> around <throat> and throw it down the cavern and say, fine, you want him, go stop it. <sighs> I'm tired of suiciding characters, though. There was, there was <laughs> five different ways I was looking at that situation going, there's easy ways out of this for my team, and I can't say a damn word. So... <laughs> I, I love that you just kind of sat there. Like, you didn't say anything. Like, you let the situation play out. I wasn't was, there. Uh, that's that's very, very cool. I've helped the... people in the past with the wording they were looking for. Like, with Uno mm-hmm. when she was trying to say something, type it in real quick for her. But yep. you guys are in negotiations. You're on your own. <laughs> Fair enough. I was waiting for things to get into combat with Poe. Because the thing about Poe is he's not as inept as he's pretending to be. No, he's excellent in combat. That's he's a little more excellent in combat than you like like in the tournament he was kind of forced to step up and like all right, I'm not trying to die here, so, you know, but yeah, before that he was a bumbling clod, like he like the the fight with Una, like he was just like trying not to die. Mm-hmm. He's not a bumbling clod at all. Like he's playing a part. Like that's how that's how he got to be where he was, is that people dismiss him. People think that, like, it's like, oh, this fucking idiot. Like, that's how he got to be where he is. Jason. I didn't dismiss him. Wait <laughs> until people find out that Marcus didn't frame Lieutenant Grace. Well, you did. Or, or... It was, dude, you fell ass backwards into it. <laughs> I know, it but I It just happened right. <laughs> to be true. Tenbold had no idea. No one did. It was just, it like... Uh, well, I'm sure we'll be playing like maybe that little that little question game that we've been playing on Group Three A. <laughs> I'm sure that'll be fun. Um, but yeah, I'm going to let you guys go. That was that was damn fun. Thank you guys yeah. very much. Thank you. That was yeah. All right. You guys sure. enjoy yourself. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Have a good night, Thanks. guys. Bye. Night, guys. Bye.